This is Driven by Data, the podcast. Welcome to Driven by Data, the podcast, brought to you by Orbition Group and hosted by me, Kyle Winterbottom. Orbition Group is delighted to bring this podcast series, which boasts some of the most high-profile data, analytics, and AI thought leaders from across the globe. Each episode details the journey to the top of our industry's most respected leadership figures, while bringing unique insights drawn from first-hand experience on the industry's most trending topics, told in order to share knowledge, experiences, and ideas to inspire, innovate, and give back to the global data and analytics community. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Driven by Data, the podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Doug McConchie, who is the Head of Data and Analytics at HSO. So, Doug, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Carl. Good to have you. So, Doug, where we always start, um, getting our guests to, to give themselves a an introduction because they can do that much better than, than I ever can. So, um, why don't you give us a, a kind of brief intro into your background and, I guess, journey to date? Sure. Okay. Well, I guess I'm I'm a consultant throughout. I've been for about uh, twenty odd years in the world of consultancy, um, working nationally and internationally with some well, probably some of the most best known companies out there. Um, I started my career in the world of um, strategy consulting, um, then sort of moved slightly sideways into the the the, the wonderful world of performance man- management with KPIs and metrics and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but very much throughout those early stages, it was all about helping companies implement and monitor sort of strategy. Um, and that very quickly, as we moved towards closer times, moved me into the world of business intelligence and analytics, um, where people really wanted to get a better handle on the insights available in their organization, what data they had, how to use it, and so on. Um, which I, I guess brings me up to, to the present day where um, I've been most recently leading and setting up data strategy consulting teams um, and effectively going to market, helping customers think through their choices available to them when using data to get better insights and inform better decisions. Yep, yep. Makes makes perfect sense. So recently landed, obviously, at, um, at HSO. Tell us a little bit about that organization for any listeners that aren't quite familiar. Yeah, well, interestingly, um, here in the UK, we've literally um, finished celebrating the party, only just finished uh, winning the um, 2021 award for number one best technology company to work for. Um, I think it used to be called the Sunday Times Top 100. Now it's just the Top 100, but number one best technology company is a pretty good accolade. So you can imagine that that helps us really attract some of the best talent um, in the UK to to that organisation. but more globally, HSO is a global company. We're known as the results company. Um, and that's really because we, we focus um, on all of our engagements in helping customers improve their own business results. Um, and we do that through deploying a, a number of innovative technologies. Um, that's pretty much what we get up to. Um, I guess to be a little bit more specific, um, we are a Microsoft Gold Partner. Um, and we have probably under our belt maybe a thousand um, Microsoft Dynamics um, solution implementations. Um, and we work obviously not just with Dynamics, but we really help our customers unlock um, a whole raft of potential from data in general, not just Dynamics data, but all of their data. And that's really where I'm focusing. Yeah. 
company size? Is it specific to certain types of, of players, you know, certain types of companies or is it across the board? It really is uh, across the board. Um, we operate um, and, and deliver projects in maybe 60 countries across the world. Wow. Um, the, probably the, the common denominator in all of those is we are a Microsoft house. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, it, there's lots of potential in, in Microsoft to help companies companies in many different ways yeah absolutely absolutely okay and give us a kind of very brief steer into your role and obviously having just landed there what you're kind of being tasked with uh, with achieving yeah well i'm heading up the data analytics team um, at hso and uh, yeah I, I guess like um many of our customers um I, i'm here to support them in their data journey really um I, I, my background, as I explained, is one about understanding how you can use data in better ways. And that's very much my role, is to spearhead our, in, our engagements with customers to better educate them, better support them in their sort of data journeys, think through with them how best to get value from their data sets um, and actually help their data-related activities of all kinds be more efficient and effective. So... Quite a big ask, um, lots of potential. Uh, we'll keep you busy for a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and obviously, you've just recently written a, a book. Um, <laughs> talk, talk us, talk us through that a little bit. And I guess you know uh, this this thing always always fascinates me because um, you know I think I mean kudos to anyone that does it right and the amount of time and effort as well as the day job that um, that people kind of go through to get these things done but it always intrigues me kind of what that catalyst was really yeah. for kind of you know for, for, for that to happen normally the world of consulting is on the road all the time and so you waste an awful lot of um, energy sitting on trains and in cars and all the rest so i was able to dedicate some of that time to actually putting pen to paper which was quite a unique experience from my perspective but more widely than that, um, I guess, you know, why the topic of data strategy? And I guess that comes down to the bottom line, which is I've seen many organisations over the years really failing to sort of benefit from that data opportunity which is out there. We're, we're increasingly a digital world and there's so many sort of uh, exciting things you can do with, de with uh, data that really you need to have a, a framework for trying to harness some of those. Um, I've also seen, unfortunately, many organizations fail in the implementation of um, data strategy um, and make sort of false starts and have to start all over again. And so really, I guess this book was trying to share some of my experiences of how to, first of all, define and then implement um, a successful data strategy. And, and I guess help them start thinking about how they're going to do that and what, what they need to put in place to really make sure that their data strategy is a success. Yeah, yeah. That makes um, that makes perfect sense, and I think you know to, to echo echo your your sentiments. I've, I mean, I, it fascinates me the number of businesses that you see go on this data analytics journey. Um, you know, that want to become data driven or data enabled or whatever kind of word we're we're attaching to it. Yet often do so either without a strategy whatsoever. You know, their strategy is right. Let's hire a team of data scientists and uh, we'll, we'll see how we get on. Um, or, you know, there, there is some kind of data strategy, but it's not really, there's not a lot of strategy behind that strategy, if that makes sense. You know, there's a few things that they've thrown together and kind of it's a, it's a starting point and we'll try to evolve it as, as we go and invariably that, that fails. So let, let's kick this off then. In your eyes, what's the importance of having that data strategy as a starting point? 
Yeah, I come at it from a couple of perspectives. I, I guess the the first one is you know, data is an untapped asset in your organisation. You know, we, we've for many years now, the finance team, the HR team, they've been managing the finance resources, the HR resources. And I guess nobody's really been focusing so much on the data resources. And so it's time now to really look at those, give them some careful scrutiny and actually make those assets turn into true sort of value. Um, Effectively, we need to unlock the benefits which are sort of contained within those. So that's sort of point one. And I think point two really is about when you start going off down this world of saying, yeah, I, I want to you know, maximize the value from my data sets, sounds brilliant, but you then end up with so many different potential options and choices, it's really quite difficult to know where to go. You're, so you're, you're the kid in the, the sweetie store, you know, you could do potentially anything with it. So the data strategy helps you cut through some of that and it allows you to um, make those difficult choices up front and then really focus the efforts on what can make a real impact to the business and your business in particular in in exploiting those data assets. And that's really, I think, the two key reasons for having your data strategy in place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. Um, So in in your eyes then, Doug, what's been the you know, some of the reasons why you've seen organizations try this without a data strategy, because that whole piece just fascinates me, right? And I guess we've had um, we've had people come on this podcast before and talk about, you know, what needs to go into a data strategy. We've had people then talk about how you go about implementing it into the business and what that takes. Um, and I think what, what I'm keen to understand here is, there almost seems as with most things in our industry, there needs to be some kind of buying from the people that need to buy into it in terms of how you sell the value that that data strategy is going to bring outside of just what the value you could potentially get from your data, if that makes sense. So, you know, have you, what, what experience have you had around organizations that are, you know, trying to do this without a data strategy and, and, and what's your reason, kind of, you know, reason as to, to why you yeah. think that happens? It's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I, I, I guess the, the bottom line is people get sort of bogged down in their, in their day jobs. In, uh, they're, they're, they're focusing on doing the business as usual stuff. Um, and that is all time consuming. And they don't necessarily stand back and think, hold on, maybe we, we could do this in a, in a better way. We, we need to be a little bit more strategic. We need to focus our resources on the most important things and, and you know we need to focus on the results which we want to achieve so getting bogged down in the day-to-day is probably the reality of most organizations i think too the, the world of it which is maybe where traditionally sort of data strategy and related activities have sat they're focused primarily on the world of the t of, of, of it in, in in technology they probably have spent less time thinking about the the eye and information data. Um, So I think in a way, if people in other departments are bogged down in their day-to-day delivery and the IT team are probably focusing on technology, it means, unfortunately, data has sort of slipped through the cracks. Um, I think, too, to be fair to to everybody, it is probably true to say that people weren't necessarily as, as aware as they could have been on some of the benefits of using data in a better way. And it's not until relatively recently when we've seen some quite compelling examples from 
um, organizations out there about how they've used data for AI and machine learning, advanced analytics and so forth, that people have started to go, oh, how do they do that? Maybe I could have a piece of that too. Um, and so through looking in what's happening in the marketplace, looking at what their competitors are doing, people have actually started to realize, yeah, actually, we do need one. The problem is they've been so bogged down in, in, in the day-to-day that they've just, they haven't necessarily had the time to come up for air to think about it. Yeah, yeah, that makes uh, that makes sense. I guess what, when you kind of find yourself in that situation, then what, what are the kind of what are the major risks, I guess, an organization faces when it starts <laughs> yeah. on that journey? Because I guess you'll probably see that a lot, right? You know, you walk into an organization to consult with them and they're already partway through that journey, but they haven't had a strategy. They've done X, Y, and Z. They've tried to deliver A, B, and C. And then you've got to try and piece all of that kind of retrospectively back together. Um, wh- wh- yeah, where well, do the risks you, come? No, no, absolutely. Well, you, you're so right. You Without that data strategy in place, you, you really do risk making the wrong choices. You know that uh, hopefully not always large wrong choices. Sometimes they can be relatively minor and can be corrected. But very often you, you can start off down the wrong path, and um, before you know it, you've spent quite a lot of time and energy and, and money in, in doing the wrong thing. So that's probably the the, the biggest risk is is just getting. Um, lost with enthusiasm probably in, in <laughs> down certain rabbit holes and, and you probably shouldn't have gone there in the first place um i think too as i mentioned up front you, there's so many different choices being a little bit brutal and actually thinking through what's the return from doing this one versus that one and actually sitting down and actually looking at if you like the, re- the return on investment from this activity um, what's the business case? How are we actually going to do it? Do we actually have the skills in house to actually do this one in a realistic manner? Those sort of being real type questions. If you don't do those up front, you, you again you can make some big mistakes and, and get um, very very lost on your your journey. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the risk is um, wasted resource, wasted effort, um, and probably frustration that you you had all these hopes and aspirations. And they're not really being achieved. And that's a real shame because there's a lot out there which would bring a lot of value to, to your organization if you got it right. Yeah, absolutely agree. And I think, I, I mean, I see this on a on a weekly basis, right, where you have organizations that they've started on this journey. They've done exactly what you've just said and it all kind of unravels and then they take a step back and go, well, we're not where we thought we would be. We've not got the value out of this that we thought we would do this thing doesn't work, let's pack it up and we'll we'll think about this again in kind of 12 months time. Um, and that's really unfortunate because as we know, if it's done properly, you know, there is an immense amount of value there to, 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 be, to be had. I guess when you're speaking to business leaders then and the people that are making these decisions in organizations, how do you kind of going about selling the value of, of the strategy alongside obviously what that strategy can do, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think selling the value is perhaps, I, from my perspective, looking at, at having you know, done this multiple times with different uh, businesses out there, it, it really is one of the most important aspects to, to think of. Um, I guess, first off, you, you need to continuously sell the value of the data strategy. It's not a one-off exercise. You don't just do a, a data strategy, put it on a shelf and say, job done. It's, it's, a data strategy is actually an ongoing process. And that ongoing process needs to be sold 
upfront in the initial definition phase about this is what we're going to achieve and why it's valuable to everybody, in particular how it aligns to the organisational sort of mission and, and, and purpose. But equally, once we've defined it, how are we going to continue to sell the, the, the delivery of the implementation as we go along? Um, and that's really Im important. Um, so part of that is thinking through, you know, who, who am I selling this strategy to? Who, who are the stakeholders in this organisation that I need to encourage to get on board with this strategy? Um, and you know, obviously starting at the top, you've, you've got your, your chief exec and the leadership team. You know, you've got to have the right language for them, which is probably about business results and many, money saved, time gained, um, customers satisfied, all those sorts of usual things. But you've got to put it in a language which will really make them understand the benefits um, and understand how those benefits align with, as I say, the business mission and purpose. Yeah. But equally, in other areas of the business, there's no point talking to a developer about you know, how this is going to address organizational strategy. What they want to know is what's the benefit for them? You know, What are the new skills they're going to learn or what's the new tool they're going to be using? So again, thinking through the messaging of what's the benefit for specific stakeholders is really important. Yeah. Um, and how you do that, I think you have to be a little bit creative. You, you, you certainly need to, for, for those sort of leadership team guys and girls, be entrepreneurial, think about what's in it for us as an organization and a business. But given I, I mentioned the fact that this is an ongoing exercise and it's a journey which will take multiple years, and in reality, there'll be multiple iterations of this stage of strategy, you need to have a bit of dynamism in it. You need to think through what's exciting now, which we can achieve in the next six months, a year, which we can then talk about and get people excited by. And then what's coming next? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? So that there's this ongoing sort of pulse or dynamism in, in, in the organisation around data. Um, and so everybody's bought into it and you know, everybody's on board with the data strategy you've got in place. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's obviously something I'm keen to get into a little bit later is this whole piece around culture. And this has become obviously a real kind of topic of debate. So, you know, we kind of tie the cultural piece of what needs to happen from a change perspective in order to get that kind of pulse, as, as you mentioned, which is, is really important. But I think you made a great point there around... I think all too often when we think about a data strategy and selling the value, obviously, you know, when you're speaking to the chief exec, you know, if you're talking about increased revenue and profits, you know, reducing costs, operational efficiencies, all of those good things that you are talking to them about, I think that we kind of miss a lot of the time the people that are working in the organization day to day. Whilst yeah, that may, you know, it, you really it sounds need great. Those people on board too, yeah. Carl. Without those people on board, your strategy will get stymied. It will get stuck. Um, exactly. You, you need it's a, it's a full all all hands on deck exercise. You really yeah. need the whole organisation motivated to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and those people that are just day to day, you know, whilst it sounds great that the business might make five million pounds more next year, you know, they're kind of sat there probably thinking, well what does that matter to me, you know, uh, but it does matter to them because the way the, the business is going to operate is probably going to change and the job that you're asking them to do is going to change somehow. So yeah, really, really important, um, really important message. So Doug, when you get to that point then, so you, you know, you sat around the boardroom, you've sold the value of data and what it can do for the organization. And I imagine that, you know, there's a lot of excitement, um, you know, a lot of CEOs and, and business leaders and execs are, you know, probably already thinking this way now, given the buzz around the industry and how much talk there is within it, I guess, 
what does that kind of transition piece look like? And I guess how many of them then are kind of saying, right, yeah, let's do it. You know, how much money do we need? When can we start? What's the realistic kind of timescales in terms of, right, we need to put a strategy together and actually selling the reasons why we need to put a strategy in place as opposed to, right, let's just go and hire a load of people and buy all this tech and start collecting data and so on and so forth. Yeah, well, I think every data strategy is a little bit different to, to, to the specifics of the organization. But broadly speaking, it's important to get in place some, some quick wins for, for, the, for the organization in, in question. Without those, you, you don't really get capture people's hearts and minds. It, it still remains a bit of a paper exercise. So you might have a data strategy which is has a, a timeline from start to finish of maybe three years. It's literally you know, it's a, a proper strategic document not many um, organizations today can think beyond about three years but you know you, you have to think broad and, and some of these initiatives which you'll have in place will take time you know improving data governance isn't a, a five-minute job there's a whole raft of things to be done so that will take potentially multiple years and multiple mini tasks within within that initiative but as, a, as I said up front, focus on a few some quick wins which you can really highlight and say, look, we're, we're underway. We, we've achieved some successes pretty quickly in, in, in the first six months. And they could be simple things like little, little proofs of concepts. They could be um, demonstrating a particular piece of new technology is really valuable and, and helpful in, in I don't know, producing some new um let's say it's a business intelligence tool, you're able to produce some new reports, which you weren't able have, you didn't have access to before. You've got some new informative dashboards, or maybe it's a data science piece. You, you've produced some um, an element of machine learning, which you hadn't had available to you before. So you can really package those up and, and, and sell the, the specific value that those quick wins have brought. Whilst doing that, you obviously need to lay the foundations of what comes next. Um, and there will be some you know, fairly, as I say, long-term activities, which will be um, cumulative, so you know, little steps, um, and they will need to build on each other in, in, in the direction of travel to that better sort of goal. Of, so the classic one around that is, is data governance, but it could also be around skilling people up, for example. Um, you, you might have a, a decided that you need a new data platform. Now, coming back to the world of HSO, a lot of our uh, customers are embarking on an Azure, Microsoft Azure journey, and sometimes that's a new platform to them. Uh, and, and therefore, people within the organization need to be skilled up in, in the use of that, they need to get certified, they need to go on training courses, they need to start using um, the, the, the various tool sets, um, they need to find partner organizations to come on board to help mobilize around the, the Azure platform. So there's a whole raft of things. So, again, thinking through um, specifically how you're going to break up that data strategy into a meaningful roadmap of activities which can be delivered with clear deadlines, clear, clear teams, clear, clear resources outlined around them is really important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess... If we take a, a step back for a second, obviously, and I absolutely agree with you about the quick wins to kind of, you know, prove to the organization and the leadership team that there's value here, this, you know, it's what we're doing is working and so on and so forth. 
how how do we define what we mean by value? Because you mentioned a couple of times there that the strategy is obviously very subjective to the organisation. You know, so one strategy doesn't doesn't fit all, um, of of course. But how do you go about identifying actually what are the key components that need to be in this strategy that kind of tie back to what what value is to to, to that kind of you know CEO or business leader or organisation. Best guide, to be honest, on, on what is valuable for any particular organization is actually to go back to their business strategy itself, the, yeah. the organizational sort of mission and purpose. And within that, the, the, the people, the, the key um, people within that organization have, have gone through and thought strategically about what success looks like over the next few years. The data strategy itself should align and support the delivery of that organizational strategy. Um, so the value that data strategy brings is very much one of what needs to be done to support the better delivery of that organizational mission and purpose. So it, it, that could well be, um, you know, let's say within that strategy document, there's an element about we need to get closer to our customers. We, we need to better support our customers. In, in a, um, so the value is how do you get from a data strategy perspective, the value is how do I get closer to my customers? So what data sets do we have today, which already shed some light on this? Um, what additional data sets could we bring in, which would bring in more information around how our customers are working with us? Um, when we're, are we using the, the information we have today in the correct ways? Is it being consumed by the, the business? Is it made available in our CRM, is it is our finance and ERP systems all joined up so that we can actually truly understand whether we're being successful in the delivery um, of some aspects of our um, um, our propositions? Um, so, in, in each case, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is we, we, we need to start off with the um, the data the, the organizational strategy in mind first. Think through what are the key initiatives there. And then go through it from a data perspective and think, how best are we aligned to that? How can we better support that so that our data assets and our data-related activities really enable this business to succeed in, the, in its marketplace? Yeah, makes, again, makes perfect sense. And, and obviously, I think this is something that, you know, it's becoming more and more spoken of. And um, I think now, you know, we've gotten to that point where, irrespective of who you speak to, whether you're speaking to a CEO, whether you're speaking to someone in like in your position, Doug, whether you're speaking to someone who's delivering the work day to day, you know, a data scientist or engineer or analyst or whatever the case may be. I think it's very common knowledge now that obviously you start with that business goal or problem or whatever you're trying to address and then work backwards out of, of that. But I think what, what I see and keen to get your thoughts on this is that um, despite everyone knowing that, that doesn't often always transpire well <laughs> why do you think that is is that a case of that you know the this kind of these people and the business is is kind of so excited by what could be possible and then you know there's the the bright lights of things like ai and machine learning and you know wanting to be seen to be cutting edge and all of this type of stuff and i mean i see it quite often right you know it's okay so if we want to be data driven they don't even know what data they've got but all of a sudden they've got a data science team of 10 people and they're trying to implement machine learning and it's like well <laughs> hang on something doesn't quite add up here um what, what's your experience in that 
No, you're spot on. And I think you know, thinking through it in an incremental manner is probably one of the, the, the key parts there. But you know, you, when you asked that question, you, you made me think a little bit about um, data maturity of organisations. Um, a key starting sort of tool which I, I use in, in, in um, when, when speaking with, with potential customers is to think through where an organisation is in terms of its um, data and analytics maturity. Um, and that's really quite helpful. It, it allows people to realise that you know, maybe they're not quite world class in everything they do, if, if they have a great opinion of themselves, or that, in fact, they're not as bad as they thought if they may be a little bit more conservative in their expressing their views. Um, and I think also what it shows is not it's not so much where I am in that journey, but it's also what else I could be doing differently. Um, so the, the thing about a, a maturity curve, if you like, is that it, it positions you on a on, on a range and it also demonstrates what you could do differently to move up the maturity curve. Um, so I don't know, in some organisations, let's take the example of reporting. A lot of reports are always looking backwards and all they do is tell you what happened last week and last month. You know, it, it, that insightful but it doesn't actually take you very far. Um, it, everything's already happened, but now you're reading the, the, the insights from the report. More importantly, it would be better to look forward and say, you know, what's going to come next and what will happen? So bringing in from a data analytics sort of maturity perspective, bringing in that predictive capability is probably much more valuable. Um, and taking it further a little bit more, um, thinking through how what can we do to make things more likely to happen um, is actually even more important so you're taking the information and consuming it in a way so that you can start to identify certain um, actions you need to take um, about what i need to do to make this future vision more likely to occur and then even taking it forward a little bit further how could you use technology to support you to actually carry out some of those actions um, and actually automate some of your processes so that they happen without you even needing to be involved in them. That's perhaps where you know, we're, we're getting towards the, the more well, the extremely high levels of maturity. So that regardless of where an organization starts, I, I think helping them think through how do we move along um, and also think through what are all these various choices available from a data strategy perspective are really useful sort of perspectives and then hopefully we can come up with a plan which says okay we want to move forward on these initiatives because that will help the organizational mission at the same time it will help us move up the maturity curve and we'll get better more sophisticated as an organization in using and exploiting our data assets and that's the win-win really yeah yeah as, as you talk them through that kind of i guess art of the possible as the business becomes more data mature do you find that you're kind of having to push people forward or pull people back because i guess the impression that i sometimes get is that you know straight away uh, obviously it must a must be a pretty difficult conversation to have especially if you know their their data maturity isn't at a level to kind of do the things that they probably would like to be doing right now right because you've got to kind of deliver a bit of home truths to to a business leader that they've you know that they've not got what what they need at this point in time um but then i imagine that on the other foot you know they're also kind of thinking 
AI, machine learning, data science. We want to be doing all the fancy stuff and kind of, you know, take market share off the competitors. Do you find that you're kind of having to, to push them or, or pull them often? Yeah, you, you need to very often be a bit of a reality check. You know, it's very easy to get excited and carried away and want to, you know, we, we want to be a, a level five data maturity organization and we're going to take over the world in, in using uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning and all the rest. No, great ambition, but you know, little steps, people. You know, you are where you are now. And, you know, over time, we can maybe get towards and even achieve those ambitions. Um, so I, I guess the way, I tend to address that is say, okay, we have the longer term goals, but what pra- practically are the next steps? Um, and of all of those next steps, this again, be practical again, you've only got so much resource, so much budget, um, so much time available to you to work on these things. So where's the biggest area of return first? Um, let's focus on securing improvements in that area or those initial areas first and then we can move on to the next level of priority um, so it, it, it's not popping the balloon it's encouraging them because people do need to be excited about the long-term journey but it is lots of incremental steps and and keeping it real because otherwise it won't be successful people get disappointed that they you know they haven't jumped to using ai within six months and that's probably because they, might, they don't even have the skills in-house they don't have a single data scientist so and even if they recruited one tomorrow it will take that data scientists time to get up to speed understanding the the benefits that they can bring they'll need the tooling etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's a whole process to go through you can't just jump in at the top and say yeah that, that's what we're going to do in one big bang yeah. do it incrementally instead yeah of course um is, is there i guess a great deal of uh, like level of detail in the conversation around budget and around financial implications when you're talking data strategy or is it is it more so what can be achieved because i guess again there may be a lot of organizations would love to do a load of th- you know a load of stuff on this and try to move that needle as quickly as possible but again budget constraints and what they're willing to invest and you know tying it back mm-hmm. to the roi piece and the value is there is there conversations around that or is it typically more kind yeah. of tangible to to kind of what what will be done no, this is very much a, um, a monetary conversation you need to have. You know, to make this real, to be achievable, there needs to be a, a budget to implement. Um, and you, know, you, you can spin that around and say, yeah, we're, we're going to make money from the implementation of this data strategy because we're going to have new propositions which will be out there in the marketplace and new revenues will be achieved and we'll, you know, we'll secure all these benefits from, from deploying this. But at the same time, that, that has to be achievable. So... To your point, uh, money is very much part of the conversation. Coming up with a a funded plan, um, which has clear deliverables within it, um, clear timelines when money will be achieved, budget will be released, people will be available, etc. To make this plan actually happen is absolutely key. Um, Getting people on board, um, as you can imagine, it is not people i.e. The, the purse holders on board, to make that happen is not always easy. Um, and I think there, to be honest, you also have to be you know, hold that mirror up to, the, to their faces and say, look, you will not be successful in a data strategy unless you invest in it. And so this plan, we need to maybe rein it back a little bit and make it more realistic because you've got all these other priorities on. Um, but let's focus on on something which is achievable and get the improvements on those areas rather than you know, dreaming and hoping to do everything in one big bang. Yeah. So yeah, uh, 
I think the reality is very much coming from the finances and, 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 and rightly so. I think that that's probably a, a key part of securing a successful data strategy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's just say then, Doug, we, you know, we've had the conversations around the financial implications. We've talked about the, the data maturity. We, we've kind of mapped out, okay, this is what we, you know, this is what's achievable. This is what's not. These are the timescales. Here's how we're going to do it. What's the what's the kind of timescales in terms of actually going away, writing that strategy after those conversations have taken place and then that strategy kicking off usually? Well, it doesn't take very long. You know, I, I, this type of thinking, for, for, certainly for with, a, with a team who's done it a few times before, doesn't take too long. So uh, I think if you think work through using a framework within within the book, there's a plug for the book there, yeah. um, <laughs> there, there is a framework, a data strategy framework, which helps guide people through the steps. Um, and if you go through those process steps, probably about six weeks, um, eight weeks or something like that, you, you should have a pretty robust data strategy in place, which you can um, secure the buy-in from key stakeholders and start implementing. Yeah, interesting. Fine. And then, so t- talk us through talk us through that framework. Then, what's the starting point, and then what are the key components of kind of what that you know what a successful data strategy will look like in your eyes? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, the as I mentioned up front, you, you've got to understand where the, the, this organisation um, is going. So, you need to understand their their mission and purpose. What, what are they trying to achieve? What's the business value they're trying to create in their operation? So, you know, a little bit of thinking up front and obviously if if you're doing it yourself hopefully you already know that because you're part of the organization you're in Um, the once you've sort of got that clear it's very much about um, some uh, some key capabilities within your organization it's about understanding your data uh, sets so doing that inventory of the data as I mentioned um, understanding that some of your data is better and more important than others Um, so doing that audit reviewing what you've got um, and understanding your starting point. Um, in a way, that's the same sort of logic with the other areas of capabilities. Th- those other areas are people, process, governance, and technology. So, so let's whiz around those. So with the people side of things, um, you're, you're thinking through who do we have who are data capable um, and who are the consumers of the data which we're going to be using in this whole um, activity. So again, thinking through the skills and the the, the, the abilities of the, your, your staff is really important. And not just from a technical, these are the people who are going to be working with the data platform or delivering the, um, the reporting and analytics, but also consuming it. How capable are they of consuming that those insights and um, making those decisions based on this data? So thinking through all of that, um, and coming up with programs for improving and training and developing those people is is, is key. Um, mentioned processes, thinking through how people work within processes, what sort of processes you have in place. Are they sufficient um, for your plans, which you're, you're about to pursue? Or do you actually put, need to put in some new processes or change processes? That sort of leads you on also to thinking through about the organisational structures um, and have you got the right structures in place, the right ways of operating and the right sort of decision-making authorities and responsibilities, are they all clear? Um, 
that leads you nicely on into the world of governance. Governance, not just about people and processes, but also about the data assets and your ways of working with data. So things like data quality, um, things within the data, such as master data and metadata, um, are using nice um, tooling and, and pro, uh, um, mental models for thinking about your, your uh, data sets um, and are they being used efficiently? So all of that good stuff. And the, which, again, leads you into sort of data architectures and actually the data technology itself. Um, is your technology stack sufficient? Do you need to bring in new tools, um, better data science tooling or better reporting or new platforms for, for using your, your um, data assets. So thinking through all of those aspects uh, are really important too. Um, interestingly, people very often get straight into technology. And as you see, in my mental model, I've actually put it last. Not that it's not important. It is fundamentally important because it's the way to make things more efficient and effective. But it's probably not your first conversation point. Anyway, you, you go through those capabilities of people, process, governance, technology, and data, um, and, and thinking through where you are, where you want to go around those, that will allow you to then say, okay, this is therefore my roadmap. Um, this roadmap aligns to my business mission and purpose. This is how we're going to enable it through those capabilities. And these are the, if you like, the returns we're going to get from it. In terms of, and this is the business case around it um, and the impact it will have on the organization. Yeah. So it's simple. Six weeks. What more? <laughs> you don't need any more. I mean, it always fascinates me, Doug, because every time I have a guest on and we're talking through, irrespective of the topic, we're talking through, you know, the, the topics and, you know, what's going on in the industry. And often that's bred from, you know, where challenges come from, right? And we're here and we're having a lot of debates in this in, in these areas. And um, our guests always make it sound so simplistic and they speak about it so eloquently. And uh, I come off these calls thinking, well, I'm not too sure what the big problem is here. I don't, I don't know why we, why everyone's struggling, but, um, but there you go. So I guess I know you spoke earlier on around, obviously, the quick wins. How, from a value kind of demonstration perspective, how do you do that? throughout the life cycle of that data strategy because I guess fully on board with the quick wins because you know if you turn around and say well look this is going to take three years by the time you got there if you've not shown anything obviously everyone's going to fall off the wagon out of the other end right so, and got bored of the conversation so the quick wins are imperative but how do you go about demonstrating the value and is there a way of managing that is it done on metrics is it done financially on budgets and investment and ROI and things like that or is it more milestones how, how do you yeah I, I'm, I'm going to answer that with with a, a simple all of the above <laughs> <laughs> so what basically what, what the, any data strategy like any other strategy is only valuable if it's implemented Let, let's be clear you know it's no point putting even uh, six weeks effort into something if it's just going to sit on the shelf and not being implemented. So what, what's really important is that you have a clear, robust plan of action of how you're going to implement it. Um, in implementing it, it's like any large plan or program. There, there needs to be clear um, milestones along the way where you're going to be delivering these drops of value, to use the horrible consulting jargon. Um, and it needs those value items need to be delivered incrementally throughout the life cycle of the, of the activity. So if it's a three-year program, uh, so a three-year um, data strategy, that you, know, you, you need to have three years worth of, of milestones um, along that journey when you're going to be delivering certain um, 
key parts of it. As I said, you know, when we went through the framework, we saw that there were some data aspects and people aspects, technology aspects. So it's easy to start saying, well, you know, this new piece of um, data science technology is going to be delivered in six months' time. And as it's delivered, we're going to also have training programs with people who are going to be skilled up in using this new data science technology. And we'll be able to bring on board new data assets, which we weren't using before because we didn't have the people and the tools in order to use them. And that will also be, you know, so through a logical sequence of events, through planning, you can either the, the milestones and just to sim simply, you can identify the, the KPIs you need to be tracking to check that those milestones are on track. You know, have, have we gone to market, had a uh, an RFP exercise, had some proposals, chosen the vendor, brought in that technology, got that technology onboarded and got the people ready to start using it. Lots of KPIs and milestones along just that simple bit of the process. It's not any different in, in the case of a data strategy. You need that clear roadmap. You need um, the clear understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve so that you can look at the benefits that you promised and then you just program manage it all the way through so that um, you, you deliver on your promises ultimately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And to, to kind of, as we start to wrap this up then, Doug, in terms of the cultural piece, and I guess that plays into probably, you know, the, the people and certain aspects of the process part of, of the framework, right? Is that something that, in your opinion, is thought about enough in terms of the cultural change elements that might need to to kind of happen because i guess you know maybe loaded question there but what i see is that many organizations they go on this journey they either don't have a data strategy or they have one that doesn't consider those that that kind of cultural piece until kind of the back end of that kind of roadmap and then they've run into a whole host of issues and they're kind of like, oh, well, we're not getting enough value because people don't want to use that tool or they don't want to put this in, you know, this data in the system this way and from the process we've changed and the, you know, how head on should we be tackling the kind of cultural piece and where should it fall within that strategy? Yeah, no, I think that culture is, is a key part of this. Um, you do need to get all of the stakeholders on board. And as I mentioned, in terms of the sales messages, it, you need to pick your right messaging for the different audience. Um, getting people on board is not straightforward. And I think going back to my other remark where people were saying, you know, where I mentioned people get lost in their day jobs, nobody's against a data strategy per se, but what they are maybe against is it changing their you know their, their normal ways of working and having to do things in a different way because that's hard work and it's it's slowing things down and so on albeit there might be some really good reasons for for changing the ways of working so explaining that to people putting it in terms which they can understand and, and see the value for themselves is really important um, culturally thinking through from a maturity perspective again um, it, our people in our organizations actually data mature at all you know are, are they all wedded to the excel and they haven't uh, really used technology other than that or are, are we an organization full of data scientists and this is second nature to them you know every organization is a little bit different and to be honest each department within an organization will probably have a different view on 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 how it will respond to something like a data strategy so thinking through it culturally about um, how 
can I get these people most engaged with this this project to overcome some of their fears, to free up some of their resource so they can dedicate some time to it is really important. And so, yeah, do, doing some sort of stakeholder mapping exercise, thinking through the communications plan, thinking through the cultural change, including the training and, and including um, some of the new processes is really important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So, well, look, Doug, it's been um, a fascinating conversation. Um, thank you so much for, for giving us your time. I guess last few questions before we uh, let you go and enjoy your weekend. Where can people find your book? Oh, very simple. Please go on to Amazon Bookstore and look for Data Strategy, Selling the Value by me, Doug McConchie, um, and you should uh, be able to find uh, e-versions or um, paperback versions to your heart's content. <laughs> um, what we'll do, Doug, is we'll put the links um, in to, to, to the book when we put the podcast out into the show notes and things like that so people can uh, easily find it. And um, yeah, I guess if anyone is keen to pick your brains on what they've heard today or anything they read in the book or maybe interested in working with you guys, what's the best way for them to, to reach you? Yeah, please, please reach out to me at um, maconchi.co.uk or alternatively, um, please contact me at hso.com um, and I'm there to, to answer any questions and I'd love to talk. Perfect. Well, Doug, thank you very much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you enjoy the weekend and we look forward to speaking to you soon. Brilliant. Thanks, Carl. Right, cheers. Thank Bye-bye. You. That's it for this episode of Driven by Data, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back next week speaking with another thought leader from the world of data and analytics. Until then, please follow Orbition Group on social media if you've not already done so, where you'll be able to subscribe and therefore be made aware of the podcasts as they arrive. And please share, like and leave reviews so that more people from our industry get to hear and benefit from these two. If you've got any questions or you want to suggest ideas for topics or potential guests, then please feel free to reach out to me. Thanks for listening and I'll be back next week.